this is just it, it's it's surreal to me in the sense that it's just the places they're riding, and we're just not talking about black kids. We're talking about it's a it's a rainbow coalition mm-hmm. of people, and you know here in Boston last night there was as many whites as there were blacks, and it was just you know white lot of white people out there chanting Black Lives Matter, Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter, and that to me that was just. It, it 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 didn't even and and what I hate about it more than anything is that um, their message was a, a great message, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you have that element of them hoodlums, and that's what I call them hoodlums who were there for one thing only, and that was to steal property, right? And that. That decreases the message. Absolutely, it's not. It's not about the message anymore. The message is diluted now, mm-hmm. and that to me was was very upsetting. Why spit in their face? Mm-hmm. Because I, I do. That's that is the only thing I'll say that Donald Trump said that made sense to me, saying that you know you're dishonoring Floyd by what you're doing, mm-hmm. or you're Eric Gardner, you're dishonoring. All those people, mm-hmm. you're dishonoring all those people that you um, that you're there supposedly protesting for, and uh, that wasn't right. Well, I'm glad the day after, at least now, people know that it wasn't people who were there that were what do you call it? There weren't people there that were marching that were doing this thing. These are people that are coming from out of town, out of state. You know, they're just taking advantage of the movement and going out and looting. And then now people are saying like, "Oh, are those the same people?" So I'm glad that. Uh, Boston was able to differentiate that and get that information out there saying, hey, listen, up until the end of the night, this was a peaceful protest. You had Celtics players there, you know, uh, Inez Cantor, Marcus Smart made an appearance. Um, uh, Vincent Portier was there as well. Everything was peaceful up until the the end of the night. And, of course, that's the talking point that we hear throughout the city. Yeah, yeah. And and that's the talking point you're going to hear, you know, that uh, the message was lost. Uh, and that's the first thing they're going to talk about, the rioting and mm-hmm. what they stole and what they took. Um, you've heard me say it before about this, the Boston itself. Boston is better than that. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. All right, another episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. I am Josue Pavone alongside Cedric Maxwell. Uh, we had a different episode lined up, but the, what's been going on in the wake of the, the death of George Floyd, everything has changed here uh, in the city and, of course, here on this podcast. Max, I called you probably less than 24 hours of the news, and uh, we I think we could have had an episode over the phone. I mean, we were both just really fired up about yeah. what's going on, man. Well, it's, it's, it's disheartening. It's scary. And then you add into that the pandemic. It's the, the, the mixture of a, um, a volatile cocktail mm-hmm. that you look at and going, it's just not right. It's just it's just not right. And not for for you know, just black people, but just people in general. People who are decent. People who came out of the woodworks to support Floyd to talk about you know 
I, I've heard, I'm looking at the internet and saw this woman. She said, if you're white and you're quiet, then you're in compliance. Hmm. And um, probably is it. That, that, that is it. That, you know, the, the whole country has to get fired up about this. Now, I'll say one thing in Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown drives 14 hours or 15 hours to get to Atlanta uh, to be there with his friends to protest. And Brogdon was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon was there also uh, from Atlanta. And uh, they just talked about not tearing down their community and uh, and, and burning and looting because they made a great point. Now, the only thing I didn't like about Jalen Brown was the fact that Jalen Brown didn't have a mask on. Yeah, you mentioned that to me. Yeah, I didn't. I, I mean, was surprised by that. I mean, Jalen, if you were sending a message, you got to send messages both ways. I right. did see Cantor with one on. I did see Marcus with a mask on. But you have to send the same message to your to your people now. And then on top of that, you, you have to look at, uh, are we going to have another uh, spike in coronavirus? Because of the... Social distancing, there was not. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And I think that's going to happen, Max. I think we will see a spike because in the summertime, you're already seeing it. It's hot out. People don't want to be inside anymore. You're going to see people out and about, whether it's in mass groups like that or whether it's little parties or cookouts. I, I think we'll, we will see eventually see a spike. Hopefully, I'm wrong, though. Hopefully. No, I, I just think it's it's just inevitable yeah. that, you, that a spike is going to happen because of the people who are there. And... Uh, it's just it's just a weird time. It's a weird time. But if you see Eric Gardner and you see Floyd, Mr. Floyd, and all these happening, then you, I think Floyd was just bad. You know, mm-hmm. to, to have your knee in somebody's neck for eight minutes. And the scariest part is the cop is on camera. And he doesn't let up once. I didn't part the boy was on camera. He said when they, after five minutes, the dude was gone. And you're still leaning for another two minutes to do this in response. It's disgusting. And on top of that, you got the people who were yelling. Mm-hmm. You could, He was yelling. Floyd was yelling. But the people also were yelling, hey, get off mm-hmm. of him. It seems like he made he, it worse. He too. can't breathe. He, and it was just a smirk look mm-hmm. on this guy's face like, like screw you. Right. You know, I'm not. I got this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm the big cheese here. Keep telling me no, and I'm going to put yeah, more pressure I'll on his Put more name. pressure. And, well... Well, the thing about it, he'll never see the light of day again. Because I can guarantee, I can almost guarantee that he's going to be convicted to every whatever it is. You think? Every I letter, hope so, Max. yeah, every letter of the law from your mouth to God's ears. Yes, I hope so because we've every, seen the story before, Max. We've not, seen it, and I don't want to see it again. I hope it doesn't repeat itself, but, but it but, might. But it was a different look this time. Even if you think about when the guy was grabbed in New York. The chokehold was performing. I can't breathe, and mm-hmm. they were trying to they were trying to wrestle him down and all that. Okay, and it was just crazy to look at. But this guy was clearly on the ground. Was no threat. Had handcuffs on, and you got your your knee in his neck mm-hmm. and cutting off his windpipe. There was a and and it's really crazy. They they were talking about a a gentleman who was in a school teacher who was a wrestling coach. And said that um, he had a kid down, and he was showing his wrestlers what to do. He said he had his knee in the kid's neck, 
And he said, see there? He didn't die. Fired his ass. Fired his ass. So I'm like, and then then you look at it. But that's, that says so much in itself right there. Though. I, I, Real I, I, quick, before you move on, though. That says so much in itself. That, that shows, you know what? Yeah, someone died, but I don't value that life. Yeah. That's what he's saying, right? Yeah, uh, easily. I'm not... I'm, I'm, because you're, it's awful. It's, it's a mockery. You're making a mockery, a mockery right. of what happened to this guy. Um, I'm just convinced that this is just... And then, this is when you really need a president. <laughs> This is the worst president we could have this in a situation is, like this. This is when you need that dude. You yeah. need that dude need to be there now. He he needs to be there now. The dude that but you know it's like I, I still remember this little cartoon. Uh and it was of Donald Trump. When all these things were going on. Mm-hmm. And it was a baby Trump. And it had Donald Trump being helped by Obama, the grown Obama, <laughs> patting him on the back and said, "Yeah, you fucked up." <laughs> that's probably what happened. In but the, but the inauguration. But he said, "That's what happens when you're not prepared." Mm. But people kept saying that over and over. Yeah, things are going. You know, they're not bad. You know, Trump is being Trump and you know acting crazy and stuff like that. But what happens when the real crisis comes? Well, a real crisis is here. And Donald Trump, it was a couple of days that he didn't even speak. All he did was tweet. And tweeted the wrong things. You loot. We shoot. We shoot. Then the people were at the White House. We would lease weapons on you and, and dogs. Dude, that's out of the 60s. That's when I was around mm-hmm. in the fifties when they were releasing water hoses, water cannons on people, and sicking dogs on them. German shepherds. You could, I can still visualize that. Didn't happen to me, but mm-hmm. it was in my era, and I remember looking at, at at tapes of stuff like that happening to people. So the insensitivity of a man for him to say that—it's the language he uses. Yeah, it's, that's by design. It, it, it's, He's using those words to put those images in your head that you just talked about. Well, it's it's a flame that is going to have. Well, it's a flame now that people who keep saying, "Well, I think Trump can be reelected." I, I, I don't think it's a snowball chance in hell right now. Yeah. No. I just don't think so. I think I'm just that, worried about the other side. Can I, I, Joe Biden do this? Can he pull this off? I am not, you know what? Joe Biden ain't got to say nothing. He's just saying, let's let this thing just burn down. <laughs> hey, I, don't worry, I get to it, it, it. You'll be out of office next week. I, I'm just worried about Trump for the next eight months or whatever he is, he's going to be in the office. As you know by now, I'm finally doing something about my weight and my health by starting Awaken 180 Weight Loss. I've already dropped about 18 pounds, and I'm not the only one. Kendrick Perkins is down about 30 pounds, and we're just two of 11,000 who found the solution for weight loss. No gym, no medication, no tricks, or gimmicks. 
Awaken 180, a combination of science, nutrition, and expert one-on-one -on -one coaching. If you have weight to lose, I recommend you call Paige and her team. You'll lose weight starting the first week and each and every week until you get to your ideal weight. Awaken 180, six locations, but during this lockdown, they're starting client virtual, the same program from the comforts of your home. Simply log in to awaken180weightloss.com. Fill out the form online and start your weight loss transformation. Awaken 180 Weight Loss, the official weight loss program for the Boston Red Sox. When the looting starts, the shooting starts. That was the Miami police chief. He said back in 1967 when he declared war on black people for rioting. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is by design. I'm telling you, this yeah. language that the president uses is by design to draw a line in the sand between African-American community and what he, no, I should say, between the African-American community and his followers, his well, people, the Republicans. Well, it's just all of them, though. It's, it's his, his base, his base, but it's not, but it's, you look at it, we're talking about all kind of races. We're just talking about one. This has been, this is, this is the, the worst example, and I've been, been alive for 64 years, hopefully going on to whatever I go on, but this is the worst example of a president I've ever had. In all these years of my life, that I can't remember us looking and going. Even with Richard Nixon, you know, we still had some confidence in him mm -hmm. about what he was going to do. Yeah, Tricky Dick and all those things. Yeah, I understand that. But man, the way Trump is in, inciting people to, like Ann Coulter, uh, the columnist. Um, she came on today and she said, because she hadn't seen Trump in a while, she said, well, maybe he, maybe he resigned. And we just don't know about it. <laughs> Since he hadn't well, said anything. He was hiding in that bunker. Like yeah. He was, he was so, in the basement. So, you know, the, the, the look that he's always trying to portray of toughness, not when you're in a bunker. <laughs> ain't no bunker. That's not toughness. Now, it's smart of him to be there considering because dumb people look like they were trying to storm the White House. Right, right. But uh, there have been some dead people they stormed the White House. <laughs> All of them. All the end of made it. You know, it's been almost 10 years, I want to say, since we've been seeing uh, images like that, right? Uh, you know, countless cases. And because of cell phones nowadays, these images and these videos are, you know, Produced for the masses to see. And I got to say, Max, I, this case is different in the sense of how much um, protesting we're seeing across the nation. But I can't help but shake the feeling that this isn't going to end the way I want it to end. I, I, I think it's comforting the fact that, that to see an officer uh, be placed under arrest, I think, is a huge, huge uh, indicating that this one is different. But... 
I'm just afraid that the story's going to end the way all the other ones have ended before. Well, I don't know because... That's what I'm worried about. I think the thing about the way the man died, though, too, it's like we watched him. Plead for his life. Plead for his life. That's true. Call for his mother. Just, you know, I can't breathe. My stomach, please, just get your... On my neck, I cannot breathe. And that's what's so different about this one. We did hear... We did hear the gentleman in New York, you know, or him saying, mm-hmm. "I can't breathe." It was you know, count. Mm-hmm. You could kind of hear it. You kind of you heard it, but this this man was screaming out, and you had bystanders who were sitting there saying, "Get off his neck!" Word. and looked like they wanted to charge him. And looked like when they wanted to charge him, like he wanted to pull out his gun mm-hmm. and shoot people. Mm-hmm. And then you, on top of that, not only him. But you had three other officers just watching who were holding them. Yeah. No, who were oh, actually yeah, they're holding them. Holding them. Right, and yeah. then another guy who's just standing there looking like mm-hmm. how they do it with his thumb up his ass. That's the guy I keep looking at. I'm like, how do you just watch this? Do like, something. At some point, you got to go, dude. Yo. Put him in the cruiser. Just because, let him sit in the cruiser. Because you have to think about, even if you think, even if you're not concerned about him, you should be concerned about yourself. Right. Because you're going to be. In the same boat as he is for not saying anything. Mm-hmm. That's what that that to me alone is like, dude, say something. This is you too. Right. I think what scares me the most is just how fearless those guys were. They didn't think for a second or even after the fact that, you know what, maybe I might lose my job for this. We're on camera right now. This thing's going to go viral. I, I think that. The one who said it best to me was Will Smith when he said mm-hmm. they asked him about racism. Why is it just so prevalent now? He says, no, it's not so prevalent now. He said, it's just on tape. Mm-hmm. So that is the difference that you're seeing because everybody has a cell camera. Right. Everybody has a, has a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Everybody is able to identify. And within seconds, you put that on social media, and it goes, it's everywhere. Viral. Viral. It's going, like, you know. How many cases like this didn't go viral that we don't know about, you know? There were a bunch of those cases during my era. And how do you turn back the hand? How are you going to turn back these hands of time? And you're going to still have Donald Trump as the president. And... I don't even know what... I haven't even turned the TV on to see him come on yet. To see exactly what he's going to say. And it's going to be, again... It's, it's, which bothers me. It's not going to be about the message. But it's going to be about the actions right. of some individuals. Max, he hasn't even addressed the officers that were fired. That's well, where his head is at right now. He's not even thinking about the actual act. Addressing it and saying... This was. He's this should have thinking, happened. He's not thinking about that. He's thinking about one thing, and that's getting getting back in the office and being reelected again. That's been that that's been his since they started talking about the coronavirus mm-hmm. coming here. Donald Trump's one thing was not to shut down the economy because this is my ticket to get reelected again. Right, and that's all it's been. And then when he had to shut down the economy, it's then it's like, well, now I'm, I'm playing a blame game. Hey, I know Obama. Yeah, you know what Obama did. What what did he do? <laughs> yeah, what does he have to do with this? What did he, what, that's what the guy says. So what did he do? 
you know, it's just a shame. The what he did to this country is absolutely a shame. Well, what did he do? It's, you already know. It's in your paper, but, you know, it, you don't read about it. You know, it's something. It's like, a man is not coherent right now. No. It's not coherent. And his supporters, they must be just, they have to be falling to the wayside like, not again. Right. Not again, Trump. You can't be tweeting again. Not in the bunker tweeting. No. You know, Max, you mentioned you saw a lot of white faces in the crowd protesting mm-hmm. about what's going on here in Boston. And that's obviously a great sign of, of how many people are affected by what they saw. But do you think that's an indicating of uh, indicator of how things could be different this time? I believe so. I believe that there's so many young kids now. What I want that to happen is, I wish they weren't even chanting. You know, I can't breathe. I wish they had been chanting November, November, mm-hmm. November, because that is where you're going to change some policies. I hope every every person that, that stepped out there with a mask on or without a mask, whatever they were, their gatherings. I hope all those people come to vote. And that is going to affect mm-hmm. major change. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You can go on social media. You can post all the images you want yeah. and talk about changes and you know post all the quotes. But if you're not out there making a difference and going into that voting booth, then what are we really doing? If you don't go in the voting booth, just shut up. Right, exactly. Because you're up. not trying to make a difference. Shut up. You are not making a difference. Right. You are not. You're you're putting a bandage on a, a gaping wound mm-hmm. and, until you go in and, and pl- apply something with your vote. That is going to change the perspective of everybody. What else do you think needs to happen for change? Because my thing is also, I want to see some accountability. I want to see police say, look... Well, no, no, I don't want. I don't want none of this bad apple stuff anymore. No, I want to say, look, there's a systematic problem in our system, well, and I we're going to fix this. Well, I think if you look at the police officer from Minnesota, uh, from Minneapolis, he was the chief. The black guy came and he spoke. He said, "Look, if you don't do something," he was talking about the officers. He said, "You are compliant." So. There are people who are it's registering with them. This is a whole nother era we in, Josue. We we're not we're not in that area era anymore of just good old boys, we're gonna pat you on the back. Mm-hmm. As long as you have these cameras out here, as long as you have evidence and you do what you do and that evidence comes to light, all bets are off about people getting away. Cause this is a new era and, and new things are happening. Uh you know, it's just uh it's overwhelming, really. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of watching the news. I'm tired of watch, watching black folks die. I'm tired of watching this man essentially be murdered right in front of me. I can't even hardly watch it anymore as it shows the, 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 him taking his last breath mm-hmm. and watch the, you know, the whiteness come to his lips. Mm-hmm. And this man is still applying pressure. And then they roll him over. It's, it's, it's dead. It's awful, man. Yeah. It's terrible. 